Welcome to the Season of Soul podcast. My name is Dora Vandekamp, and I am a spiritual ecotherapy coach and manifestation expert. Are you ready for infinite abundance, ultimate wellness, and pure bliss? I am, and I know many of you are too. We are truly in the season of the soul, being called on to evolve, expand, and awaken. I am so honored to be able to share with you incredible wisdom from some of the most revolutionary teachers, gurus, and coaches. Each show contains powerful knowledge about inner and outer transformation. And now, let's go to the show. everyone. Welcome to another show. I'm super excited to bring you Angie from Amaya Beauty today. She is doing what no other skincare line is daring to do. She is creating a powerful, incredible skincare line that is effective, but in harmony with the environment. She is sourcing with the communities of the Amazon rainforest, and she's sourcing a product sustainably. And I knew I had to bring her to the show and share her wisdom about skincare, about health, and about what she's doing with all of you. So I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks again for listening. Hi, Angie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Dora? I'm super good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much, and thank you for inviting me and um, including me in your, um, in your beautiful show. Well, I'm very honored to have you. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what you do and who you are? Absolutely. So my name is Angie, and um, I live in Toronto, Canada. Um, I studied business in school, um, but ended up working for... Um, the environmental um, organization within the public service here in Ontario for three years after graduating. After that, I took some time um, away from work to focus on my health. And that's when I became really interested in in whole foods, plant-based diet, um, organic agriculture, um, uh, clean beauty, natural medicine. And I ended up working with the founder of an organic food startup. And that's when I became, that's when I really started diving deep into um, the organic food industry. And after that, um, I started a conscious beauty blog and this year started my own brand uh, called Amaya Beauty, which is a conscious and sustainable uh, skincare brand. And it's amazing. It's so fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. What was the catalyst for you to kind of go into skincare in particular, like mm-hmm. versus other aspects that you learned about in your mm-hmm. um, organic uh, food company? Yeah, I think when um, I think a lot of people that start um, a journey towards health will often start with um, with food because it's something we need. We consume it every day. Um, so for my journey, it started it started with food. It started with diet, and then it then I explored um, other avenues like sleep, exercise, and then the last thing was really skincare. Um, it's something I never really um, thought about. Um, I had always had sensitive skin, but never really gave the ingredients in skincare much thought. Um, But as I was working um, 
in the organic food industry, I started asking myself um, about, you know, not only what are, we're putting inside our body, but what we're also putting on our body. Um, and that was around the time that clean beauty started becoming more popular, at least here in Canada. I mean, I know it's been around for a while, but it's only recently become more mainstream. Um, so that's when I started looking at ingredients in skincare. Um, and my interest in skincare kind of went a bit further. I ended up taking some online courses in cosmetic formulation um, and taking a course here at the college in skincare just out of, um, just out of curiosity, out of passion. Um, I've always loved beauty and beauty products like many of us do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so this year I really wanted to um, combine my passion with um, my, combine my passion with ingredient sourcing and sustainable and conscious and ethical sourcing with skincare. It's amazing. And mm -hmm. you work with the Amazon. And how did that come to be? How did you come to work with communities in the Amazon? Mm -hmm. Well, when I was working with the founder of the organic food startup, one thing, um, one thing that I was doing specifically was looking at bringing in um, exotic products into the North American markets, um, exotic seeds, exotic nuts, exotic oils. Um, and there are so many foods and botanicals that are used regularly by the locals down in South America that just aren't being consumed here in Canada and the US. We don't even know about them. Um, so it was really exciting. So my, um, my former colleague, um, he had some previous uh, dealings with uh, Amazonian producers down in Peru specifically. Um, so he went down, we were supposed to go down together, but he ended up going on his own. I was supposed to go this year then COVID happened. So I'm hopefully, hopefully going to go next year. Um, so he went down and established those relationships initially. And then afterwards, I was the liaison person between um, the producers and, um, and the market up here. Um, and the Amazonian producers, um, they, they're the ones who are working with the communities uh, deep into the rainforest um, who are involved in agroecology um, and sustainable sourcing and reforestation. Wow, mm -hmm. that's amazing. And so your skincare line in Maya Beauty is really just based off of all those principles. Can you tell us a little bit more about in Maya Beauty? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that I had discovered in working with the Amazonian producers um, is the aguaje oil and the aguaje issue. So, um, so I discovered the aguaje oil and it is something that uh, Amazonian peoples have been using on their skin and on their hair for hundreds of years. Um, and as someone who is interested in beauty and skincare, I was really curious to know, you know what, this, what this beautiful oil was and what it was all about. And I found out that it was one of the, um, it's one of the richest sources of beta carotene um, of any botanical on the planet. It actually has about 20 times more beta carotene than carrots. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's very, it's very rich. Um, it's also um, high in um, vitamin C, vitamin E, um, 
uh, omega-9 fatty acids and um, a bunch of other antioxidants. So it's a really rich, beautiful oil. And um, one thing about um, the beta-carotene is that it uh, converts into vitamin A when absorbed into the skin. And from my skincare studies and even just growing up and using kind of vitamin A products myself, um, I knew that that was something that was used in mainstream cosmetics um, for um, anti, both anti-aging and uh, anti-acne. So um, part of starting the skincare line was bringing this uh, amazing new product to, to North America. Um, it's, it's, it's nourishing, it's high in antioxidants, and it's great for uh, aging skin and acne-prone skin. But another thing I discovered when I was down there is the importance of the aguaje tree specifically. Mm -hmm. And this is, I mean, we know that the Amazon is threatened by deforestation. It's, it's happening at alarming rates every year. Um, the aguaje tree is one of the trees that are found in the Amazon. Um, because the fruit grows at the top of the tree, the practice is to cut down, cut down the tree. Wow. These trees are 10 stories high. So it's a lot easier to cut it down. Um, but my partners down in Peru developed specialized climbing equipment so that, and a training program so that people could climb the trees oh my gosh. and harvest the fruit sustainably without cutting them down. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, all the trees in the Amazon are important. Everything in the Amazon is important, but the aguajales, which is the ecosystems in which the aguaje trees grow, these are very special ecosystems because they hold three to five times more carbon than the other ecosystems in the area. So protecting these trees um, from deforestation is really, really important for the rainforest. Wow, that's incredible. It's also cool because you're creating knowledge about a plant that's so vital. And I think one of the ways that people are encouraged to protect nature is when they have a relationship with it. So the more people that can learn about aguaje, the more people will see how important those trees are too. Absolutely. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. That's so cool. Um, so with oils, um, why would you use an oil versus like a moisturizer or something? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know growing up, um, there was a big oil-free movement and it was, it was hard to shift my mindset initially around that. But the more research I did um, and the, the, the more I got into the study of skincare, um, I learned that our skin loves oil. It is the best thing to put on our skin because it can absorb in the deeper layers um, of our epidermis. Um, the other thing is that plant oils are rich in antioxidants. Um, if you want antioxidants in your skincare, plant oils are the best place to go. And, and we need them for our skin because um, our skin is constantly being exposed to, um, to stressors from the environment, um, to UV rays, um, and we need antioxidants to neutralize some of that damage. So it's very important um, to use. Um, in comparison with creams and moisturizers, um, they often have water in them. And whenever you have uh, water-based products, you need to add preservatives. Um, not all preservatives are bad. 
um, and we definitely need them to prevent mold from growing in our face cream. We don't want that happening. <laughs> um, that's dangerous. Yeah. But, um, but there are some preservatives that are commonly used in the cosmetics industry that are a little bit controversial. Mm -hmm. um, parabens is one example um, that's found in about 75 to 90% of cosmetic products. Um, and it is a suspected endocrine disruptor. So parabens is something that the clean, green, natural beauty community doesn't really want to see, especially mm -hmm. when there are more natural, natural alternatives that are less um, potentially damaging. So, and then, and then of course, um, in creams that sometimes you find other ingredients as well that, um, may not, um, may not be good for your skin or may not, or may cause some sensitization. Yeah. 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 Because with the, your product is a retinol alternative and with retinol mm. products, they're very drying and they make you really susceptible to the sun. Um, you peel, it's not like very fun to, to use a retinol product. People think they have to use it, but they, the side effects are often not so pleasant to go mm -hmm. through. So absolutely. And that's, and that's part of, and that's partly because it's made in a lab and it's made in a very concentrated form that you wouldn't see naturally in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, and having a natural alternative is really nice because it just allows your body to process, um, process what you're putting on your skin in a more natural way. It's not invasive. Um, so this, um, the aguaje oil is very suitable for dry sensitive skin. In fact, when, um, when I first got samples, I was, uh, this is before I had my brand name. This is before I had anything going. I was sending them out to as many people as possible. And I was looking for people who had eczema who had psoriasis i mean i even get eczema from um from products with essential oils in them sometimes so i really wanted to test it out and see is this going to be suitable for all skin types for sensitive skin types and the people with eczema and psoriasis had no issues with this which was great feedback that's yeah. amazing and that's yeah. a huge thing because for people who have those conditions it can be so stressful and so hard to find products that actually are, are have a positive effect on your skin. So that's absolutely, amazing. absolutely, especially anti-aging skincare products because they're often very harsh they're on intense. our skin. Yeah, right. You're you're dealing with chemical peels. You're dealing with vitamin C, which can be very itchy for some people. Yeah. So if you already have a pre-existing skin condition, um, it can be quite challenging to find um, anti-aging or anti-acne or, or even moisturizing skincare products that won't cause further irritation. Yeah. Um, you mentioned kind of naming your product. I, I wonder what's the story behind the name? Am I, well, <laughs> um, I was really inspired by the book, um, one, one river. Um, it was written by, uh, Wade Davis. He's a Canadian Colombian ethnobotanist who did a lot of work down in, um, in the Amazon rainforest. Um, so I was really inspired by, uh, by the Amazon river. It, it's basically the source of life for the rest of the rainforest. And, um, so I was looking at the word river in um, some of the local indigenous languages and Mayu was, is the term for river in, um, the Quechua language. So, um, so I came up with Amaya after that. 
That's so beautiful. Oh my God, I love that. That's amazing. And what did you say the book is called? One River? One River. Okay. And it's all about the Amazon River and its, um, its important role in the Amazon rainforest. That's amazing. I'll link it below too so people can check it out. It sounds like yeah. an amazing book. Yeah. Um, so with Amaya Beauty, right now you have your retinol alternative product. Do you have a bigger vision for Amaya Beauty? Yeah, absolutely. I hope to have at least four new products um, over the next two years. Um, they will all be inspired by the Amazon rainforest, by these communities involved in um, agroforestry um, and agroecology. Um, each product will feature a star ingredient uh, from there that is used locally in skincare, but not common in the North American uh, cosmetics industry. Um, so that's one of my goals. Um, I am also working on having a carbon neutral, totally carbon neutral operation and uh, zero waste packaging. So right now I do offer carbon neutral shipping um, with a program called Offset through Shopify. Um, they donate a portion, um, a portion of your sales to reforestation initiatives. Um, and then on top of that, I'm donating 10% of my profits to uh, reforestation initiatives, specifically of the Aguaje trees in uh -huh. Peru. That's so incredible. Mm -hmm. so and, then I, and then I'd like to be totally plastic free and um, find more innovative packaging solutions. It's probably the biggest challenge for indie beauty brands and, and, and all beauty, beauty brands and product-based businesses right now is packaging. And it's an area that needs a lot more innovation, but we are, we are getting there. Yeah. And you're doing yeah. an amazing job at it. It's amazing. Your, your approach to it too is what you said is like, it's hard, but it's possible. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're, you're leading the way. So it's amazing. Thank you. It's so cool. Um, but you have run into obstacles as you were developing your product and your beauty line. What were some of those mm. obstacles? Packaging, um, packaging is always a big challenge for brands. Um, I think too, in the skincare industry, it, it's, it's a bit of a saturated industry, even in the natural, um, organic and green space. Um, so it can be challenging to differentiate yourself. And, uh, but again, the world is a big place yeah. and there's lots of new exciting botanicals, um, with amazing properties that are good for the skin. And, and I mean, we've all got, um, I mean, I don't think I can think of a single person who doesn't have a skincare issue. Yeah. Right. Totally. So, yeah. And mm -hmm. looking for the right product too, I, I think is sometimes it just feels like very overwhelming, you know, because there's so many things to think about. Is it a clean product? Is it, I mean, for me, like the sustainability component and the eco conscious component is so important, you know, because what you put out, like you, you create an effect in the world, but with everything you do and, and how you spend your money, right? That's a really big deal. So, um, but it's hard to find, it's not hard to find, but it takes effort to find a product that is in alignment with your ethics and also a great product for what you're looking for. 
Absolutely. It's, it's definitely hard to find it all. Um, yeah. And now consumers especially want so many different things. Yeah. And, it, and you're right. It takes time. You have to, you know, you could spend hours online yeah. reading labels and ingredients. And, and if that's not your background, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's even, um, I'm certified cruelty-free with Leaping Bunny, but there are also brands using fake bunny logos and, and like consumers wouldn't know the difference yeah. really if they're not in that industry. So crazy. But like what, what's some bad <laughs> karma, like using fake bunny logos on your products, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and, then, and, and then, like you said, like everyone's skin is different. So it's, so on top of the, the ethos and the ethics, you have to find something that works with your skin too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's uh, but it's good. I think using your intuition too. I mean, for me, like as soon as I saw your, your product and, and just your vibe and everything, I was like, Oh my God, he's amazing. Her skin is amazing. Cause it's just, it checks all the boxes. It checks every box for me. It's, it's, ethical it's sustainable it's uh pure i mean like you said it's such a pure product i think you had it tested right it is it is yes um so it is uh third-party lab tested and it is completely free from any known um industri agricultural industrial chemical um that is used it's also free from heavy metals um, so this is really coming from the purest, most lush place on the planet. Um, and I mean, to get to these communities who are harvesting the aguaje, it's a three-day boat ride. Oh my gosh. That's so it is, it is away from it all. It's away from um, industry. It's away from, um, from the city. Um, and, and it's coming from the rainforest, the Amazon rainforest. It's the lungs of our, of our planet. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's really a beautiful, a beautiful product. Oh my gosh. That's so incredible. Three day mm. boat ride. That's mm. just mind blowing. Yeah. It's such a place. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's all, the oil is actually hand pressed as well. So it's not, um, it doesn't go to a big manufacturing facility. Um, it all gets done by hand um, using, um, methods that the communities have been, have been doing for, for hundreds of years. Um, and what's great about, um, having an oil that's handcrafted too, is that, um, they can select the best, uh, aguaje varietals. So only using, um, really ripe fruit, which is important in creating an oil. So if you think of like a green, a green avocado, versus like a ripe avocado, they're completely different, right? Totally, yeah. And yeah, and as a fruit ripens, its lipid profiles change completely. Mm -hmm. So to create a pure, um, a really good high quality oil, you have to select each fruit individually. Which is incredible too, because you're climbing all the way up and like, yes, really yes, high, story, high, high tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> then yes. you have to assess whether the fruit is good enough to pick so exactly it's, it's something i would love to do um if i get to go down next year hopefully um and and, and do it all that's one of my goals to climb the tree oh my god go through, go through the whole process yeah i feel like you could make a documentary on it honestly. <laughs> like a short film or something because what an amazing incredible feat and then 
just the integrity and the, there's such like purpose in it, you know, like you have such a like sense of purpose. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank um, you. What is it like working with the people of the Amazon? They must have a lot of wisdom. Absolutely. Um, one thing I learned um, from uh, working with Amazonian producers is that the, um, the people, the Amazonians um, and, and their communities have a very deep, strong connection with nature. Um, it is so integral to their way of life. Um, the Amazon rainforest has so many botanicals that are, that are great for natural medicine, for healing, um, emotional cleansing, spiritual cleansing. Um, and so that connection with nature is really something that, that resonated with me, um, that inspired me. And it's something I feel myself when, I, when I'm in nature. So um, learning about that connection that people have with the, you know, with the land, um, with nature, I think is so special. And it's, it's something that I think people who live in the city and who, who grew up in the city their whole life lose touch with, you know, just being, being in nature and that connection with, um, with the earth, with our roots, um, connecting with other, you know, other living beings, whether it's other human beings, plants, animals, everything. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a really special connection. It's amazing. I think one of the things that is often said, so I'm a big part of the biohacking community and in, with biohacking, <laughs> it's all about nature. It's really all about nature because the connection, physical connection with nature is so powerful. There's literally ions that neutralize, uh, the negative effects of you know, our, our life or whatever city life. And then just being in nature, there's so many benefits physically, emotionally, spiritually. And those are all things that impact us. And then you go like one of the places I always think that's so crazy to go is Vegas because it's like this concrete, like jungle and it's very sterile and people love it, but it's so different from that just vibration of being it with inner peace and and um yeah just this raw experience of being human is so tied to being in nature but we've lost touch with that in a lot of a lot of places in the united states and canada and just in general western culture i think absolutely and, and that's something i really wanted to um to bring up and to show with the brand too is just reestablishing that connection with nature. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah it is really beautiful. It is. It's so powerful. And I think that's kind of our will be our saving grace is nature because mm -hmm. when we reconnect to it and we see its value and, and we, that's one of the ways to start to build that relationship is to have an interdependency without that third party in between, right? Just, really connected to it. So yeah, Absolutely. amazing. So I have to ask you a few questions about, um, that I ask every guest that I'd love to ask you, um, what nourishes your soul? Mm -hmm. Well, um, <laughs> being out in nature 
being in the forest is the number one thing for me. It has been since I was a kid. I used to dream about being in the jungle. Um, that was my happy place. That was the place that I would go to mentally when I needed to find peace, um, peace in my heart, peace of mind. And growing up, um, whenever I would have problems in life, um, whenever I just needed to have more self-awareness, um, I would go into, into the forest, into nature, and it would heal me. It would give me so much clarity, and, and, and that's, that's my happy place. Are you, um, and do you love animals as well? Are you kind of like an animal person, or is it very much like plants that call For you? Me, yeah, for me, it's very much plants and mm -hmm. trees and the earth. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Um, what is your wish for the world in the coming year? Mm -hmm. um, I think um, it's been it's been a crazy year all around the world. Um, people have gone through through so many changes in their professional lives, in their personal lives, um, and I think those changes with because of COVID are are going to continue to happen and to affect, affect people. Um, and, um, and some people are not as, as fortunate as others. And so my one wish is to, um, is for the people who have been negatively impacted, um, whether it's through another family member or for them personally to, um, to find like peace, peace of heart, peace of mind, um, and know that things, you know, things will get better. Um, yeah, that things will get better. Yeah, they will, they will get better. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what is the most powerful thing that people can do to contribute to a more beautiful world? Mm -hmm. um, well, since we have been on the topic of um, skincare and beauty, I think one thing is really voting with your dollar, um, not just in the cosmetics industry, but, Every, like we, we're big consumers here in North America. I mean, it is hard to go a single day without purchasing something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. I've tried and I, and I, and I, when I, when someone first told me this, I thought, I don't buy stuff every day. And then, and then, you know, I went that week and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'm buying, I need to go to the grocery store and then, okay, well I need, you know, I need this now. And it's, and it really made me realize how much we consume and how big um, consumption is a part of our, the North American lifestyle. So I think one thing that we can do to create change is just by voting with our dollar, being a little bit more conscious in, you know, the brands that we want to support um, in, in, you know, in the types of brands that we want to support with their initiatives. Um, and that's, and that's a really big first step. It, it's hard. Um, and, and sometimes we have to go a little bit out of our way to do it, but it is a great, it is a great way to make some change. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I have to fully agree, it's amazing. Well, I know that you have a special um, extended gift for our listeners. Absolutely. You share that? Absolutely, so I would love to offer everyone um, who is listening or watching this today, 40% um, off the retinoic face oil, that is the pure, Aguaje oil, that is a natural retinol alternative, and you can use code Season of Soul um, to claim your uh, discount.
It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Angie. I know everybody will be so excited. I was telling you um, a few days ago that that is, I'm going to be getting this for everybody I know <laughs> pretty much. Hey, everybody, this is your Christmas present this year. <laughs> thank you, so, thank you. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so, so grateful to have had this talk with you, and um, I'm just very grateful for what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you so much, Dora. I really appreciate you inviting me. It was great chatting. Um, yeah, thank you again. <laughs>